Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. Yay! It's so fun to be in person. I know. I'm checking myself out in the camera. Make sure my hair is good. We're just looking great. I should put some lipstick on. I know we should. It's okay. It. Yes. Okay. So today we're, we've been avoiding this conversation. Yes. This topic for a while. I know, but I'm and, excited. Okay. And so we're going to be talking about hourly versus a la carte. I keep wanting to say commission. I know. I wanted uh, to see if you were going to get that out. I was just staring at you. Like you can do it. You can do it. Hourly versus a la carte pricing, which I feel like is a super hot button topic these days because of the hourly portion. Correct. Yes. And so I do one way and you do another way. Right. So I am the a la carte stylist and Abby's the hourly stylist. Yeah. Former a la carte. Yes. So she's seen both sides of it. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to kind of go through. And I mean, we both feel like I think there's pros and cons to either way. For sure. Um, But we have both found the way that we are doing things currently is working for us. Yes, individually. And so why I like this conversation that we're having is we're both on um, separate ends of it. Mm-hmm. And you've even like gone over all of your numbers to see if like hourly, you're like, Ooh, hourly sounds interesting and intriguing. Maybe I should do this. And we now know we can get into it, but we now know that no, it is not Yeah, like you kill it behind the chair. Yeah. So when I started working with Abby and I'm like, wait, you do this hourly thing. And she was telling me about it. I, I was like, okay, I want to see if what my hourly rate would be. Like, I want to make what I'm making now, but do it hourly. So I ran the numbers. I'm like, oh, that's not going to work. But I think it's important to first understand, describe hourly. So the, for those of us who are not familiar, I think we should both kind of explain what we do. So my a la carte, I'll start with that. A la carte pricing is, you know, your maybe more typical standard pricing. So I charge for a highlight. I charge for a balayage, for a haircut, for a toner. Those things are listed on my service menu. They select their their service that they want to have, and they are charged per service. Explain hourly to us. So hourly is strictly based off of your time. Mm-hmm. So there are no add-ons anymore and people are booking by the hour. I actually book uh, in 30 minute increments. Some people don't suggest doing that, but I, with how my business works, I book at 30 minute increments with my hourly rate. And so what this does is whatever I need to do to that client on that appointment, I can do in that time frame. So if I do add on toners or treatments or extra color or anything, I'm not um, tallying up all these extra charges mm-hmm. and it's all just built in and included in the price. So what happens is, it is super simplified. Uh, it allows me to not double book anymore. It allows me to, so that I'm just working on this one guest and I actually don't even accept tips anymore with hourly. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is that is one of the hourly topics too. That is interesting because some people do hourly and still do tips. Yes. And some people do hourly and don't do tips. Yes. For me, I liked not accepting tips anymore because I didn't always love accepting tips. I like being able to charge what I'm worth, what my value is for what I know my skill set is and my experience and demand and all of those things that go into your pricing. And I didn't like this um feeling of accepting tips anymore at the end. Now, mm-hmm. earlier in my career, tips were a huge part of my income, right? They were a huge part of my income. And yeah, I was still 20%. receiving. Yeah. 20%. I still was receiving before I switched to hourly tips. Um, but I 
my hourly, when I went hourly, my prices went up so greatly that I didn't even need the tips anymore. Okay. So that's interesting because you know, exactly every day based on your books and your hour, like exactly what you're going to make to the dollar. So there is no fluctuation in tipping. There is no, you know, oh, gee, this, I could add on this serve, this, this toner, add on this treatment and it could give me the extra dollar. Yes. So Mm -hmm. that brings me into me, you know? (laughs) Okay. So now here's where this, this is where my brain goes. You know, um, I've talked a lot recently with other stylists about the holiday season coming Mm -hmm. and we have been talking about avoiding the holiday burnout. Yes. And that was in one of our previous episodes. Um, and one of the things I recommend to other people is like, instead of working yourself like crazy and adding additional days and clients add add add-ons, like add on a toner, add on a treatment. They need this extra little gloss to make their hair super shimmery for the holidays. I feel like you miss that opportunity by doing hourly. Yes, you could miss out on add-on services to increase your income, which I still coach a lot of my stylists who who are hourly to do so. Mm-hmm. However, I don't even have to think or worry about that because my hourly pricing is based off of how much money I want to make overall at the end of the year. So I don't have to do this. Let me try to make some extra money at the Mm -hmm. end because I am already set up to make exactly what I want to make. Now, I did go through and look at my numbers um, this week for the year to see where I'm at with with how much revenue I'm bringing in in service sales for the year. And I looked at that. It's looking great because it's, it's where my hourly rate is at. I am pretty much booked stylist. So I'm making what I've projected to make at the beginning of the year. But I'm like, I want to make, I just had a goal in my head. I want to make $3,000 more. Ah, what do you do? Then what happens to an hourly stylist? Yeah. So here's the thing. So if I want to make $3,000 more um, with the last six weeks I have that I'm working for the rest of this year, then I, as an hourly stylist, have to look at this in different ways. I can either work extra hours. Right. I can um, work an extra day. So I can either come in early, stay late, work an extra day. Or the reality of my book is I have 30 minutes here and there. Mm-hmm. I have hours here and there open on my book. So I can look at that $3,000 in for the next six weeks. And based off of my hourly rate, that means I just have to add four more hours a week. Okay. So I can fill in the little half hour, one hours that are there throughout a week. And I'm going to make 3000 extra dollars. Or if I wanted to, I could come in for half a day and work four hours on one day. Now, if I'm an a la carte stylist, Mm-hmm. And I want to make three thousand more dollars, right? Through add-ons, uh-huh. okay. Um, let's say the average add-on is twenty dollars. Okay. Yeah, Fair? yeah, I think that's right. Fair enough. Okay. So that is one hundred and fifty add-ons. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is the, when you put it that way. Exactly. That so, sounds funny. So this is the main reason why I got away from a la carte because I'm this, I'm going to finish out the scenario. And when I figured this out for myself, I thought that gives me anxiety thinking about it. So, so that's 150 add-ons, mm-hmm. $20 add-ons that I need to do over the next six weeks. So that is 25 add-ons a week. So let's say this is a stylist that works four days right. a week. So for that is, I need to add about six add-ons a day. every single day for the next six weeks to make $3,000 more. Yikes. And that can feel overwhelming. 
Yes. For me. So for me, that felt overwhelming. So now switching over to hourly. Now, I, when I looked at my numbers for this week and seeing I want to make $3,000 more, the idea of just adding on four more hours a week and some little blind spots that I have, that, that the work there isn't in the salon hustling, adding on to every single client in my chair. The work is I am emailing out my clients and marketing to my clients about quick services Oh, your email marketing. My email it marketing, in. Yes. Love it. This is, the, this is why I was running late today. Okay. It's <laughs> okay. It's fair. I was working on my email marketing that's going out this week about quick services. They're going to give you a big impact with your hair. Oh, I love it. So now I am marketing to my clients on a day when I'm not in the salon, setting up all that social media marketing. And that's going to make me $3,000 more in six weeks. In six weeks, rather than where's my timing? The where's hustle. my assistant? Yes, the hustle yes, behind yes. the chair, because I was the add-on queen. You were, I was the add-on queen before when I was, when I was a la carte. And so when I was doing a la carte and I was adding on, then I do believe that there is a cap even with a la carte. Totally. Because totally. you only have so much time. No, I, I agree. I agree. So you know, as we're talking about this, I'm sure people are being, wow, that makes so much sense. And they're like, well, Kelsey, this makes sense for you. Why aren't you doing that really? But it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. (laughs) So we just sat here before we started, we were like talking it through. And I, so I work with an assistant. So this is a scenario where this might not work for you. And this is why I have gone through this and try to figure it out. I work with an assistant and she and I, um, we do between four and six clients at a time which sounds like pure chaos, but we are a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, on a Wednesday, I probably do on average 15 to 18 guests. Nuts. And okay. these, this is colors, mostly colors. Right. I very rarely do just a to, haircut. To do just 15, even to do 15 haircuts is nuts. Right. Yeah. It's a lot. Are you doing that with color? With color. Yeah. And so I broke it down and was like, okay, I made this much on a Wednesday by doing 15 colors. Now, how in the world, how much do I need to make hourly to like not do that? And I was like, no, no one will ever pay this. So it just doesn't work for me. No. Well, I want to say this, like, I want to be clear that what you're, we're not going to say actual numbers, but if, if you were to charge hourly, you'd be almost not quite, but almost triple my hourly rate. And my hourly rate is very high right, for my area. And so hourly rates can be very high, but yours would be triple high. <laughs> triple. Yeah. In Delaware, Ohio. In Delaware, Ohio. Yes. We're not talking LA or New yes. York. This is Delaware, Ohio. I don't think anybody is paying that here. Yes. Now I love the idea of it because to think to myself, well, wow, I could do just one client at a time. And I think it is important to yeah. acknowledge that when you are an hourly stylist, you are doing one client at yeah. a time. They have your one. full attention. Yes. And some guests really love that. And yeah. I think that is, is a beautiful thing. Um, so part of me is like, I would love to slow down and just be able to work on just one client. Um, but again, triple the rate. So now there are cons to the way that I do things, right? Mm -hmm. So running a business with having four to six clients going at a time and doing 15 colors with my assistant is exhausting. I am physically done at the end of my day. So I worked yesterday, um, and, I literally this, I mean, I had to take like Motrin or Tylenol before I go to bed because everything aches. And then I wake up the next morning and it just takes me a few hours to just like physically come back from it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm only capable of doing that two days a week. So for me, there is no, I know it's my husband will be like, well, like, you know, we're going to go on this trip. Just go pick up an extra day. I'm like, I physically cannot do that. Yes. 
I will yes. break. Yeah. So it's a lot to, on the body. Um, and there will probably come a point when I have to step back from that and figure out what that looks like for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can't sustain that. Nobody no, can not longer. No, you no. can't. And also like, also can you stay a la carte, but lessen that up and still make the money you need to make? Right. Right. Exactly. So, so t- I mean, that's I, where I, I'm going next. Yes. I, read I'm my seeing mind. like a, a massive pricing. Yeah. Increase. And you see where I'm going. So yes. after thinking about this a lot, you know, I love the hustle. I do. I love it. I love when I have so much going on, but like, it's just, it's taking its toll. So I am going to have to figure out a new price point yeah. that makes sense that I don't have to do yes. four to six clients at a time. No. Three sounds great. Yeah. And you can do that. I with could still bring in the numbers that you're bringing in per day mm-hmm. with less clients mm-hmm. and still in an a la carte style. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Yes. So it would be a massive increase. It would be a good big increase. But you have to in order to lose some clients. And that's kind of where I'm at at this point. You have to. You just got to get to the point where you're like, okay, yep, I am at capacity. Yeah. Mentally, physically, and with clients. Yes. So it's time to to weed some or to weed some out to add some new. And that is something that you have taught me. Um, we, I know we're going to do another episode about this, but just, I want to touch on it. The, um, booking, how you only put your books out three months at a time, right? She only puts her books out three months at a time. We haven't done that episode. We haven't. And I cannot wait for that. We've touched on it in other episodes, but I'm going to do a full, like how you would do that. Okay. Um, and that's one of the reasons like I, I don't do that. So I stay, my books are completely full all the time. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, um, yeah, but without the ability to have the wiggle room to add in new clients, you, you do kind of miss out. Well, and here's the thing, when you do this massive increase on your prices and you do weed people out, you actually, you're not going to have openings, right? You aren't, yeah. you aren't because you're in demand, but what's going to happen if you do weed out some of your current clients and you do have openings, you will fill those openings with people who want to pay more money. There are plenty of people out there who want to pay higher um, prices because they, they know that the quality is there Mm -hmm. to back that up. Mm -hmm. And so you're just going to keep filling. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it is so interesting because we do such things so differently. We have a very similar mindset. Yeah. Um, so I do want to ask you this. We had talked about briefly you hiring an assistant um, as an hourly stylist. Yeah. Talk to me about what your assistant would do if you have one guest, like what an hourly, because you know, my assistant, like she's blow drying and toning. And I mean, she is my second arm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you have a lot going on with your guests, you know, just one-on-one interaction, like what were the things as an hourly stylist that people would hire an assistant for? Yeah. So I was thinking about hiring uh, an assistant as an hourly stylist. I'm actually not now, oh. but I still don't think it's a terrible idea, but because I was playing around with the idea of maybe working an extra day mm-hmm. um, here and there, but I'm not going to do that now. But um, what I was going to do with this assistant was they would help me with basically the beginning and end of services. So they would help the next guest come in while I'm finishing mm-hmm. the current one. It was going to free up more time for me to capture content because that's a huge um priority of mine as an educator in a salon that's um, still building, always building. 
Um, I was, I wanted to have someone to lighten up that load right. for me. So I am not going to do that because I am not going to be working more hours. I'm actually going to shift to, um, focusing on my salon and market. I'm, I'm coming, I'm not even going to talk about it yet, but I'm coming with a whole different, um, branding and marketing with my salon. Really so cool. yes, I'm going to focus on that. Yeah. So there are ways to have an assistant then too with hourly. And I think that is a really important point. Like you still with giving your guests all the attention, it is hard when you're by yourself to capture content, the checking out and the rebooking takes, I mean, shoot, Michelle, God bless my assistant. She's the best. Like they'll be sitting in my chair and she like grabs my phone. She's like, let's get you rebooked and rescheduled now because that alone sometimes, you know, when you're like, you have your client and you're like, oh, you see someone else leading and you're like, oh, yes. I don't have 15 minutes yes. for you to look at your schedule yes. and figure out what time your doctor appointment is. It's like, just <laughs> what day works. Yeah. So, I still get that. Even though I uh, sent out an email for clients to book for the, the next three months, I still have those clients who don't like to do the online booking. So yeah, it's like, I'm already running behind. Yes, yes, please, please, please. Okay. Hurry, hurry. I know, I know. I'm like, you know what? If it doesn't work, just text me later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, tonight, hurry. Yeah. <laughs> but I still, I do, there are parts that I miss about having an assistant. Um, but the the breath I feel like I can take now, um, taking one client at a time, being hourly, um, knowing exactly what I'm going to make, not have to do all these add-ons and things. It's just, it's so great for me because of all the different avenues of businesses that I have now, you know, right. if I was still just working at the chair, um, you know, I, I would probably, st- I love hourly so much. I probably still would be hourly. like, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. I think it would be really hard to go back. No. Right. Like for no. me right now, like to go down to hourly would be great. For you right. to go from hourly to back to a la carte, no. You, no. that would die. You die. I would. I would die. And actually, I wouldn't even talk about this yet. My clients love it. I'm sure. And that is so one thing I think much. clients love. They love it because they get so much attention and it's quiet. And they well, are not even that. Yes, but more so, they love the simplicity to it. They know how long mm. they will be in the salon for mm-hmm. and how much it's going to cost. Like literally to the dollar. I mean, to the dollar. Yes. So it actually is very beneficial for me being a higher hourly rate, uh, new clients coming in, it doesn't scare them. Yeah, that's true because they, they know exactly what they're they doing. They know exactly what they're going to get. And then they don't even really realize that I don't accept tips. And at the end, they're even ready to tip. Yeah. I feel like, you know, for some, for pe- certain people, I know that we have had, I've had discussion with other stylists who feel like it's so awkward when they're checking out a client yeah. and they get afraid to add on add on, you know, do add ons yes. because they don't want to charge them. And then they don't want to say the dollar amount. Yes. This would be a really great way for someone who is like in a suite on their own or, yes. you know, having to do, they don't have a front desk, yes. you know, they have to do it themselves to, you know, like take away the awkward feeling. Yeah. It saves so much time. And that is one of the things I see a lot with the stylists that I work with is they do not charge what, yeah. what they should be charging. They're right. not even charging their base price. So, um, so for anyone that might be interested in hourly, the first thing to do is to look at what your current hourly rate is. And how do we find that? So what you do is you're going to figure out, you're going to look back at your records from like, look at last year and see how much service revenue you brought in. Mm-hmm. So your gross amount, and you are going to divide that by the numbers number of weeks you worked that year. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to take that number and divide that by the number of days. Days, yes. Mm-hmm. The number of days that you worked. And then you're going to take that number and divide by the number of hours that you work in a day. Okay. Yes. Exactly. So 
So let's just do an example. So it makes sense to all of us hairstylists. I love black math brains, right? Okay. So let's say a hairstylist did $50,000 in revenue. Okay. Okay. So, and I like this. Are you including tips in this? You can. Okay. Let's include tips just so, you know, so $50,000, that's all your services with your tips. With your total. Yes. So, and also this is why it's so important for us to be keeping track of our numbers. Right. So we can make good business We're going to talk about that soon too. I'm going to write it down. Yes. So let's say all in a stylist is making $50,000 in revenue. And this is, I I like this scenario because it is, um, I think very realistic Uh for the everyday hairstylist bringing in $50,000. Okay. So So let's say this hairstylist takes how many weeks off a year? Uh, I think realistically average is like three. Would you say three weeks, two to three weeks? I mean, I would like to say more than that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I do four. I think two is very average. The people with holidays, taking a week's vacation. So they're working 50 weeks out of the year. So we're going to divide 50,000 divided by 50. Okay. So now how many days a week does the average hair sales work? Four. Four. Okay. So that was a thousand. That takes us down to a thousand. So they work um, an average of four days a week and that takes us down to 250. And let's say they're working eight hour days. Yes. So that's $250 a day, dividing that by eight. So a hairstylist that works, I know exactly. My mind, you should see my face. Just wait till you hear this number, everybody. Uh, A hairstylist that that works four days a week. And some of you may uh, relate to this. You work four days a week for eight hour days. Mm -hmm. You take two vacations a year and you're bringing in $50,000 all in. Your hourly rate is $31.25. That is, that's easy. You could do $31.25, but you wouldn't because you would do at least 45. You would do uh 75. Yeah. I mean you would do more. Yeah. $31 is is insanely low mm-hmm. for what we do. Uh yes. It's insanely low. So for let's what just we pretend, do. let's even pretend we'll meet in the middle. Let's pretend like they did $60 an hour mm-hmm. and they did on the half hour. That would be your color retouch, would be a $90 service essentially. Yeah. And then if you did, you know, I mean, that's, that is a promotion. Yes, exactly. Switching over to hourly can greatly raise your prices and simplify your business. So, so let's say this stylist wants to make $75,000. Okay. Let's do the numbers. Here we go. They want to make $75,000 in a year. And let's say they want to take an extra week. Yes. They're going to only work 49 49 weeks. weeks. Okay. So we're going to divide that by 49. That gives us $1,530 and they're working. Let's say they're still working four days a week, right? Yeah. So they're still working four days a week and then they're still working eight hours a day. So now that hourly rate, I love this. You were good. You're right, actually. I know. Okay. So that hourly rate is $47 an hour. Okay. So you're going to go from where were we at? 31. They did 31 was the first one to make 50,000. Yeah. So give yourself an hourly rate of $47. Let's go to, you make it 50. Make it 50. You can make almost 80,000. Yes. Think about that. So, but, but to hit that $75,000 goal. All you have to do is taking an extra week vacation, an extra week of vacation. All you got to do yeah. is go to 47. And so th- this is hourly. I don't care if you're a la carte or you're actually charging hourly. You need to figure this out. Totally agree. And had you not done that all right there, I'd have been like, oh yeah, this makes so much sense. But it, it really, when you put it in your calculator, 
and run the numbers. It is eye-opening. So I think it's important to understand where you are as a stylist, Mm -hmm. not only just the numbers, but physically and mentally. And are you a person who doesn't double book? Who only does one guess at a time? Hourly oh, and by makes the way, such this, sense. With this, these numbers, this is single booking. This is just one client at a time. Yeah. So you you can make that. So if you are already only doing one client at a time, and your goal is to not double book, this is perfect. This makes so much sense. And you know, I think that everybody should be thinking about that. And if you're someone who double books and you don't want to double book anymore. Yeah. Think about what your hourly rate needs to be to come off of that. And if you're like me and you're a crazy person and you want to have an assistant (laughs) and work like that, Hey, hourly might not work for you. And that's okay because it's what we're all capable of and what we want out of our business. Um, and I also think it's important. Oh gosh, I'd also turn the thought. I had this, this, my mind thing that went through my head. Shoot. It'll come back to me. It'll come back at some point. Mm-hmm. I also love the way that you added in the vacation in there too, because it's important to know, yeah. you know, that we should be taking having the vacation time yeah. and that's included in our numbers. Yeah. Like I take four weeks off a year, um, give or take. And I going hourly, I'm making what I was when I was working all the days, all the hours with the assistant and all the things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like breathing room. So I think oh, oh I know what it was. What? So a promotions. How yes. so hourly stylists, how do you give yourself a promotion? And I know the answer, but I want you to explain it. You, you just raise your hourly rate. You raise your hourly rate. That's it. And it's like, doesn't have to be a scary raise. No, but like, it is good. Like, okay. If you are ready for promotion, it means that your demand is very high and you're overbooked and you have way too many clients. So then you do want to raise it. Like I went from a hundred dollars an hour to $125 an hour within like six to eight months. And I didn't lose any clients. And that's a big jump. It's a big jump. That is a big jump. So ultimately I think what we're saying is start at the end and work your way back. So the end should be, so this is a great time to create these goals. What do I want to make next year? I want to make $75,000. Now, how do I do it? Yes. And understanding your numbers. Yes. I love that. I love it. So I think what's so good about this conversation, because what I see online a lot on Instagram, this um, heated debate over hourly versus a la carte. I know. And I just don't think it needs to be that. We all are very different. We all lead different lives. We all have different setups, different structures, all these things. As long as you are doing something that works for you and fulfills you Mm -hmm. and you are charging your worth, your value, then that's all that matters. Yeah. I love it. And I love that you and I are able to have these conversations, which could have been like a, we have, we feel so strongly about it, but really we're like, I totally respect your opinion. You absolutely respect mine. That's the way it should work. And they both have their it works for both of us and and that's what makes us happy. And we just want to share it with other people. Yeah. Like, you can do, there's, there's a million ways. And if you there's have a questions, million, you make a million dollars. Yeah, if you have specific questions about hourly versus a la carte, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we ever do this, but we should tell them our Instagram handle. I'm Kelsey Morris 18. <laughs> so I'm the, I am your, your a la carte stylist. If you have questions about that and the craziness that I do, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. Yes. And I'm Abby W. Balayage on Instagram. And I think it's in the show notes too. Perfect. That you can find us there. All right. So fun. All right.